Hey everybody, welcome to the Beanball, the most exciting podcast about the most boring sport. I am one of your hosts, Brady O'Callahan. I am your other host, Joey Price. Hello. I had to, hey Joe, I had to really think about that for a second. How you're going to phrase it, what your name was. I don't know what I got tripped up on, but I certainly got tripped up. A lot of stuff. You looked at me in, with panic in your I face. really did. I honestly did. I was like, I'm totally blowing it. We're going to have to start over. I pulled it off all right, though. You did great. Uh, joining us today is a very good friend, wonderful comedian, Caitlin Bitsagai. Hi. I thought you did great with that intro. Thanks so much. Thanks. How did I do with yours? Uh, it was even better. All right. We don't have to start over. We nope. do not have to. Hey. I'm proud of you. Things are looking up from yeah. here on out. Um, today we're talking to Caitlin about uh, baseball movies, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, we're going to do a draft. We've all created a board. We have these huge whiteboards here at the studio. We each have our own whiteboard with all a bunch of baseball movies on it. And uh, we're just going to go down and we're going to draft our top three baseball movies. Mm-hmm. You know, so one nine total. Nine total movies. And mm-hmm. hey, if one is taken, <laughs> it's off the board, baby. <laughs> and we have staffs. They're running the numbers. Yeah. <laughs> They're running the numbers. That's right. Uh huh. A lot of analytics going on. Because we're trying to build the best <laughs> library of baseball movie films. That's and right. Yeah. Only we can watch these movies now, and the other people can't watch <laughs> mm-hmm. them. Yeah. So yeah. imagine it's desert island, and we're all stranded on our own individual islands. You, the listeners, need to let us know who's going to have the best time <laughs> watching exclusively these, these three, three baseball movies. <laughs> yeah. And none of the other ones. Mm-mm. Yeah, but it's uh, you know summertime, summer blockbusters. It's the perfect time for a little baseball movie. So, yep, that's right. I've uh, had the pleasure of watching a bunch in the last week, and I had a great time watching all of them, even the ones I didn't like very much. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. So, um, oh, I do have a question that we did not discuss beforehand. Uh huh. How exactly are we doing the draft? Is it just going to cycle? Yeah, let's just cycle. We won't do a snake draft. Yeah, that makes sense. No yeah. trades. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Could I take? I want two number one round picks. Yes. <laughs> this could have Actually, gotten way more complicated. I am accepting cash for a number one. Okay. A thousand percent, I will. Um, well, well, I'm not. I, I'm not going to give you any cash for it. Okay. Uh, Caitlin is our guest, so we are going to give her the top pick, the number one pick. Number one overall draft. Number yep, one overall right. draft. Um, and she is holding a quarter in her hands right now. It's going to flip. Joey is going to call it in the okay. air. And uh, that will decide who goes second, who goes third. This is a lot in my hand right now. Yeah. Tails. It is tails. Wow. Do you want the second or third pick? <laughs> I'll, take, I'll take the second pick. Okay. That's a great follow-up question. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Caitlin, by the way, you flipped that so cool. Thank you look you. so cool flipping it. Thank you. Yeah. Very incredible. We should mention it is a New Jer- Jersey quarter mm-hmm. in honor of our guest, Caitlin, mm-hmm. who resides in New Jersey. We yep. should mention it. Yep. Thank you, Brady. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, okay. Should we start? I'm uh, ready. Great. Yeah. Let's do it, Caitlin. I say let's go for okay. it. Okay. The clock is the, the clock is started. Okay, and I've got my staff. They're <laughs> running up to me with papers. Um, so the, with the number one overall draft in the <laughs> Beanball <laughs> Baseball <laughs> Movie Draft, uh-huh. Caitlin Bitsagai picks A League of Their Own. Uh, sure, yeah. A, yeah, uh-huh. that's a the good, one. A very good number one pick. A League of Their Own is hugging their family. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, holds up Caitlin's headshot. <laughs> <for> <laughs> pictures. 
Um, so this movie has been a favorite of mine really since it came out. I saw it twice in theaters. I was about 10 years old, I think, when it came out. Um, and it's still one of my favorite movies. Some of it, uh, you know, doesn't resonate with me as much anymore. But the wild claim I will make about this movie and defend, if you're ready, every person in this movie, every actor in this movie... This is the best performance they've ever oh, given. Oh, I like this. Wow. I like okay, that a Tom lot. Tom Hanks? Yeah. Okay. I know that's the stickling <laughs> one, but really think about it. Because here's what I'll say versus Forrest Gump or even Philadelphia. Jimmy Dugan changes over the course of the movie, and we see a lot of different sides of him, mm-hmm. and it plays on some comedy that he does, mm-hmm. in it, which yeah, is he's... a real, like a strength of his that we've basically forgotten. Right. Yeah, he is. he's very, very funny, this, this movie. It, they. He is so such a wildly cartoonish drunk at the beginning of this movie. It's just out of yep. control. Avoid the clap. Jimmy Dugan, that's the <laughs> autograph he gives that kid. Yeah. And says, it's good advice. Uh, yeah, it is interesting because it also, it's also him playing uh, like a, a bad person yeah. at the start, mm-hmm. which we rarely get to see him do. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean that's like maybe the hardest one, and there's other hard ones. But then let's let's even start on the easy side, Madonna. Yes, definitely. Slam dunk. Rosie O'Donnell, definitely. Yeah, because I actually think they're both good actors. I think Madonna kind of gets a bad rap, but she consistently chooses the worst roles mm-hmm. <laughs> for her. Like I don't think she can lead a movie. I think she's really good as all the way May. Yep. In in some you know in moments that are made for her. Yeah, I agree. Um, uh, Kit. Uh, Lori Petty. Now, Tank Girl is a great movie. <laughs> we love it. Uh, Here's, okay, so maybe my one, but mm-hmm. it's like the mm-hmm. smallest. Gary Marshall. Come, his performance in um, Hocus Pocus is pretty great. Okay. Mm-hmm. But that is because it is partnered in the strength of him playing off of Penny Marshall. Right. Yeah. Know? And he has he does have a very small role. Mm-hmm. In this movie, compared to the other ones, even compared to what's the dude's name that runs the league? Well, there's um, you know. David Strathairn. Yeah, Theron David Strathairn. Yeah, uh, David mm-hmm. Strathairn. Yeah. What yeah. is his name uh, in this movie? Because yes, and there's scene. And he's very good. He's now he also is so good in sneakers, which is the same year, which blows my mind. Um, what a year for my man! <laughs> <laughs> but I think he's the best, and he actually I think has. What some people would say is one of the most iconic lines of this movie, but I think is pretty cheesy and hard to get out, and he does it pretty well, which is when Mr. Harvey tells them they're going to close the league after the war. And he's like, this is what it's going to be like in the factories too, isn't it? Oh, my God, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. The war is yeah. over, Rosie. Turn in your rivets. And it's like, <laughs> on the page, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But for he sure. pulls it off, and you're like, yeah, this is what it's going to be like in the factories. Yeah, yeah. It's a really fun movie. I've got... I have a League of Their Own question. Mm-hmm. Does she purposefully drop the ball at the end of the movie? I don't think so. I don't think so. I know it's shot to see her drop it, but she also, first of all, she turns around to play in this game, so that's psycho. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> yes. She yes. makes her husband turn around on the road <laughs> to throw a game. I yeah. think they got to Arizona and then turned mm-hmm. around yeah. to go back to... Like Chicago area. It makes no sense. And they're driving to Oregon. So he's a bad driver. He has PTSD from the war. (laughs) Um, 
I he also she also goes up to I forget who's pitching mm-hmm. in that last scene whether it's right and she says Ellen throw, Sue or the Canadian yeah and she yeah she says like throw the high ones throw the high ones she yeah. can't hit them can't lay off yeah. them so it's weird that at the beginning of the pitch she was actively coaching against yeah there, there is some moment before she says that that made me think because I had heard this before rewatching the movie that this is an I people think that she that it, she purposely mm-hmm. drops it and there's a moment earlier where it almost feels like they're setting it up that she's gonna like get oh she sees Kit get like really upset yeah and she has this look on her face that's like I don't know full of empathy mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. her and it feels like in that moment it's setting up that yes. she's going to purposely drop it but then she tells the pitcher she can't lay off the high yeah ones. I also. Just recently re- rewatched it, and the first time watching it uh, with this question in my mind, um, when Kid hits it, she stands up and she is flabbergasted that she hit it. Mm-hmm. She is like in yeah. shock, and it—you it, can just tell she's not thinking too much. She's just like, "What is happening? I didn't think this would happen." Um, and in that respect, I think she didn't drop it on purpose. Okay. I guess you could say it's different to play devil's advocate to have. Kit be struck out versus her at home plate have to tag her mm-hmm. is like a different yeah. level of culpability. But yeah, uh huh. Maybe she considers it. There's also a moment in the very first scene where she tells the 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 uh, her older grandson go easy on him yes. to the younger grandson, and then she says the younger grandson like kick, kick his butt. Right in the 1990s future. Yeah. Version, Which yeah. also kind of feels like it's setting that up too, where it's like, uh, as the older person, like you have to let the little one win a little if bit. If she threw the World Series <laughs> and 40 years later is still thinking about this when talking to her grandsons, Dottie needs help. <laughs> Dottie needs serious help. She absolutely does. Yeah. I mean, right away, the movie starts with her saying, no one's going to want me there. I Like, I have no reason to go. <laughs> Yeah. And it's like, you were the most yeah, beloved I player. Yeah, That is a little obnoxious. Um, I'll go through some other ones you're going to agree with me. John Lovitz. Absolutely oh, yeah. amazing. Uh-huh. Yeah, for sure. Amazing. And I'm embarrassed every time I see this movie how much my comedic speech is based on the John Lovitz character in this <laughs> film. Mm-hmm. Like when well, he goes like, hey, Oregon, see the grass? Don't eat it. Yeah. <laughs> like just, and and, and uh, like a heat check performance. He's not in any of the movie after the first He's 20, in no. the very end, maybe. He's at the very end, yeah. But like, other than that, after the first 15, 20 minutes, he's done. And no, he's, and there have to be so many more scenes that Penny Marshall just got for her own <laughs>, laughs, I feel. Yeah. That scene with, is her name Martha? Marla Hooch. Yeah. The, mm-hmm. in the That is one of the best directed scenes, like, ever. When it's raining, so she has to do the... Um, try out in the basketball gym. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. So that she yeah. hits all the windows out. Yeah. It's so smart. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. yeah. She's... And, yeah. And the movie's like, you know, the movie's feminism is kind of dated in a, in a lot of ways. I mean, it's from the 40s. But it also is sort of like, the problem with the patriarchy isn't overall, like some white women are really good at baseball and we might be holding them back. <laughs> Like, that's not the number one issue. Uh I will say as a film, I'm so impressed that Penny Marshall gives us so many different female characters that we can say something about, like, and very quickly. Yeah. Like, there's Helen, the woman that's just kind of, like, snooty. Yeah. Like, she has no role. She's just in it. Um, There's... um, 
the woman with the kid. Evelyn, yeah. Yeah. Like, still mm-hmm. Will Angel. Yeah, he's Who I, I've tried to name many a UCB team Still Will Angel. <laughs> and I'm just putting it out there for any UCB people might be listening if you want to name it. That's a great name. That is a good name. Still Will Angel yeah, still is out Angel there is and good. it's free. That's good. Um, yeah, it's a it's such a fun movie. It is really yeah. good. A very good number one pick. Yeah. Okay, moving on. Yeah. Let's do it. All right. And uh, you wanted the second pick? I'm going to go ahead and take yeah, the second Yeah, where'd you land on that, Joey? Okay. I'm going to... I actually was thinking about the whole time that we were talking about League of Their Own, and I've decided I'm going to stick with the, the number two pick. Okay, I'll take the number three then. Okay. Okay, I'll take three. Okay, <laughs> yeah, Caitlin, you can have three. Okay, uh, I don't understand how and this And with the number two pick... I'm so nervous. ...of the Beanball so so Baseball nervous. Movie Draft 2019, the Joey Prices take Bull Durham. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. I watched this movie Friday, and Very I... Good. Hated it. Wow. 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 I hate it. I am very excited to talk about this. But please. I love this movie. I I just think it's uh, really fun. I think the screenplay for it is great. I think, like, the the writing of it is really, really good. I think the three of them are, especially Susan Sarandon and Tim Robbins, are really, really good in it. And, um, uh, uh, I just kind of like the this just kind of like minor league vibe that's throughout the whole thing. And what I really like about the movie is they, uh, compared to other baseball movies, like the the plot doesn't revolve around how good the team does. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. they, mm-hmm. you, it yeah. is they are bad. They are just going to be bad, and mm-hmm. it, it doesn't really matter for sure. And it just gives you more time to just like I don't know to focus on. The three of them, and there's such really, I think there's such such fun scenes. That scene where there's the the mound visit. Yeah, that uh-huh. is the, by far the best scene. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. And they start talking about like the wedding gifts that uh-huh, they're getting uh-huh. everybody. Yeah. Like that scene is so funny, and I love Susan Sarandon in it mostly. Sure. I, yeah. Kevin Costner just uh, telling every single batter what Tim Robbins is about to throw. Oh yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. So funny. Yes, that's really fun. Just like making him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, I think it's great. Yeah. I. I will say, I don't really like Tim Robbins too much as an actor. I think he's awesome in this film. Yeah. I think Kevin Costner is bad. He's a bad actor. <laughs> yeah, I don't like But he's him perfectly serv- serviceable in uh, this movie and many baseball movies. Yeah. And I don't know right. why. He does I, a funny part is when he lists like what he cares about to Susan Sarandon and he just lists Kevin Costner's interest <laughs> to get played out over the next 10 years in cinema. Yep. Like he basically just names the things he has in development. It's like JFK is important. A water world. It's like, Oh my God. Um, and yeah, I just, I think it, 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 it's a good, fairly like I imagine honest encapsulation of like what being on, a, 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 on a minor league team, a low A minor league team is probably like, um, uh, yeah. So that, that's some reasons, but I, I, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm interested what you do yes. not like about it. Yes. I mean, I mean the manic pixie dream woman, sure, and and her assistant who are the same character, <laughs> kind yes. of. That yes. both are yes. just wildly sexually available, and only interest is these men and like teaching them. I thought that was sucked. <laughs> Um, I disagree. I like all three of the actors and a lot of things, though Kevin Costner is a funny one and I could talk about that at length, but, um, I think they're all, I don't buy the chemistry in this at all. I, I can't believe those two. I actually can believe those two dated for 20 more years because I think it was all off screen. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't. I, yeah. I, 
I buy the chemistry, but I know what you mean. And I, I, it is like it kind of actually similar to a league of their own. It is like the, the feminism of it has not aged very well. Whereas probably when it was made in the late eighties, like, Oh, it's like, uh, this, it's like narrated by, Susan Sarandon's character, yes. which is like probably pretty rare yes. for a sports movie, totally. and her just being like totally in control of her sexual right, life, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is like a sex positivity to it, but I, totally. I also think that you're right that like it now is more like well, they're just there for these guys. Um, yes, this they, character yeah, is probably not written by a woman. Right? No. Oh yeah, for sure not. <laughs> well, when she no, says sure. a woman can never be lured. A woman is like oh, too God. strong of an animal. It's like basically Jesus. a woman can never get in a situation that's not completely her choice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, um, I did like the mound scene. I actually think Robert Wool as the assistant manager was underused. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's really, really he good. He and yeah. um, the guy who plays the manager, who I, whose name I forget, who also played Nathan Arizona in Raising uh-huh, Arizona. Uh-huh. Um, they're both great. I yeah. feel like underused. Yeah. They're both good. Um, also, the. Like last ten to fifteen minutes, just being like four sex scenes in a row <laughs> is insane. One of which they just knock over this milk. Yes, and oh then have God. sex in the milk. That was a lot. Yeah, 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 that part really made me laugh a lot. And it just doesn't end. It's just like, and it's one night, and they just have like four different sex scenes over the course. Of one this of which one they night. have to light three thousand candles. <laughs> I told Joey this before, but we had a VHS copy of this in my house that was shrink-wrapped. Gotcha. Um, and I just always saw it, saw it was a baseball movie, saw that it was rated at R um, uh, and had some sexual content on it. And I was like, I want to watch this movie. I'm not going to open up the shrink wrap because I for sure do not want my parents oh, no. yeah. Yeah. asking yeah. their teenagers. Nope, nope. Couldn't do it. Yeah. Nope. I watched it later in life. Yeah, I still have not told my parents. Please <laughs> okay. do not let them know. Don't okay, let them we'll, t- we'll to edit this out. Yeah, edit, we'll edit this whole thing. We won't release the episode. <laughs> okay. I do. I like the questions it brings up. I just didn't think they fully explored. Like, I like the idea of like, is Kevin Costner going to celebrate the fact that he's like the home mm-hmm. run leader for minor leagues? Like, is that something to celebrate? I think that's a cool question. I just don't. I don't know. I didn't feel like it was fully explored. Yeah. 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 All right. On oh, to the, oh, well, never mind. I'm going to bring this up at a later point. Okay. okay. On to Great. the number three pick. On to the number three pick, which I will take. Okay. Okay. Did we agree well, to that, Joey? I don't Joey? know if we did. <laughs> I am taking the reins, <laughs> grabbing the microphone, going rogue, and saying, with the number three overall pick of the Beanball 2019 summer movie draft. <laughs> it changed, the name of this draft changes everything. Brady and the O'Callahans selects... Field of Dreams. Oh, wow, here we go. Head to head. Wow. Kevin Costner wow. picked back to back. Okay. Costner. Wow. I'd love Brady. to talk about Costner more. Uh, yeah. So I am excited about that. Uh, okay. Make your, make your pitch here. Okay. So my pitch is this is one of the cheesiest movies ever made. It's, mm-hmm. I feel like it's every dad's favorite movie. And I think that those things um, combined, uh, as long as you know that, it's exactly what you want it to be. Um, I think it's, uh, is perfect for, there's, there's not a ton of baseball playing in it, but it has, uh, it sticks its toes into like the rich American history Mm -hmm. of baseball and sort of like 
is just dipped in nostalgia the mm-hmm. whole time. And I love that. Right. Brady and I watched this movie yesterday. I had not seen it. I'd okay. never seen it before yesterday. And it does kind That's of like hard. wash over you a little bit in a good way. Yes, absolutely. But the minute that like you, the minute I started just thinking about it, it makes no sense. Okay. So this was going to be my favorite movie to discuss because I love it. I love it, but there's so many problems with it. But I actually don't think the problems really are plot. The thing I love about this movie is that it trusts its audience to just be like, hey, guys, we're in the past now. (laughs) Deal with it. We're telling a story. None of this has been real. It's like my least favorite thing to get a note on a script from an exec or a manager or other type that's like, you know, this wouldn't really happen. It's like, none of it's happening. I made all these characters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I that drives me nuts. I don't mind that. I don't mind the kind of like magicalness of yes. it. What I mind is that like there, there's no kind of internal logic of like why can some people see the players and some people cannot, and it, like that kind of just any sort of answer to to why it's happening here on this field or kind of even to Kevin Costner, though that is kind of answered in the end, which yeah. was great. That last scene where he plays catch with his dad is great. It's really... It like, Very touching, yeah, wonderful, yeah, it like makes, ma- Yes, it's a great payoff. And it makes kind of the whole thing. That kind of... It does explain, like, oh, why this kind of happened specifically to him. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it is... It just seems like he's a regular guy, and, like, why is this so special? But, like, who cares? You don't need to do that. Uh, and, like, with all the magical... Stuff. I think at one point we were like, "Do we ever get an explanation?" And I say, "No. Why waste time?" Not really. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, and I don't even think I need one. I just would like it to make like, I don't know, a, just a tiny bit more sense in terms of how the film uh, 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 I, thinks about it. To be honest, and this is the part I hate about it, I think it is like a completely like it's beyond a dad's favorite movie. It is a neoliberal baby boomers dad oh, uh, vision. Yes, yes. yeah, and yeah, he yeah. stands in for them, Joey. <laughs> And they're watching it, and they are, I, I truly think it's because, well, this is the most special generation that's ever done the most special things, uh-huh. and they're just made up of regular white guys. <laughs> yep. And th- they see themselves in it. You don't have to explain. Like, when you're telling your audience that they're the hero, you don't have to explain it. Sure. Yeah, that's, that's why true. children's movies work so well. Who plays his wife? Uh, Amy, Amy Madigan. She is so good in that yeah, movie. Yeah, she's great. She's incredible. And also, to that point very wild the first time it really hit me she goes on this anti-fascist rant uh-huh. yeah. like right in the middle of the movie and i'm like hell yeah i love her <laughs> yeah. the character is a lot though when she's like it felt like the 60s like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. it's also only the 80s lady yeah she's a lot <laughs> she's a pistol man yeah um i love it though i i my favorite of the many plots that go on in this movie is the doctor oh yeah, yeah. moonlight graham mm-hmm. moonlight graham yeah yeah, I, it, I like it's that so too. cheesy, but it yeah. makes me cry when every time he says, "If I'd only been a doctor for a day, that'd have been a tragedy." Yes, yeah. I'm done. Yeah, yeah, it's that cool. part of it is good, and I I do like that. There's just kind of for 45 minutes of the movie, it's just a road trip movie, right? Uh, is like a fun thing that I was not expecting. I went into this movie thinking I was not gonna like it, yeah, and I liked it more than I expected to. So mm-hmm. I think that that is. Good. I think that, like, yeah. I actually think James Earl Jones' role, even though it is, like, unconnected to the family, et cetera, it's not, like, a magical black man. In fact, he he needs to help him go on his own journey. Yeah. So it's not like he exists to facilitate the thing for, uh, what is it, Ray? Mm -hmm. He's 
also going on the journey. Yeah, I agree. Although, again, it's also like, why, like, what ultimately does he have to do with any of this? Well, I think that in, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think in the book, it's either made much clearer or it is explicitly J.D. Salinger. So I will go back to my original okay, theory. Sure. That, uh-huh. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like, it's just cause it's like, it's, it's Mark Marin. It's yeah. who are your guys? Okay, yeah. You have to bring your sure. guys with you if you're that old white guy. Like who are your guys? You get your guys in a van, you go to 1972, Minnesota. Yep. Yeah. All right. Um, I will say if you, if you're like, I don't want to watch this whole movie, just watch James Earl Jones speech oh, yeah. where it's like, yes. they will come and talking about the American feeling of uh, baseball uh, and how the nation has changed, but baseball is constant. That is why I love this movie. Yeah, that yeah, he's it, he's very good. It is interesting. I mean, uh, the Kevin Costner, what we were talking about earlier, something I noticed while watching Bull Durham, and I love him in this movie. I love him in The Bodyguard, but he <laughs> clearly chooses movies where his characters don't change at all. Mm-hmm. They're right from the beginning, mm-hmm. and the rest of the world has to notice. And it's that's like not good cinema. Yeah. Anyway. In fact, yeah. this movie starts with him saying, I used to be different, but now I just have regrets and I want to make good on them. Yeah. And right. then the movie is him making good uh Right, and we get no real evidence that he has any regrets other than his dad should have been a better dad to him. Right, right. right. He wears some great shirts in this movie though. That's Real great shirts. Yeah, something to look out for the next time you watch it. Really good shirts. Nineties dad jeans. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. Kevin, looks, Cos- Kevin Costner bod. He looks is good. Good. <laughs> 90s. Yeah. Man, when did this become this? Look out for the hashtag. <laughs> Look out for it. Look out. When did this become this? Be careful. It's coming at you like a yeah. beanball. Yep. Like That's a beanball. Right. <laughs> well, we should use that. Okay. Well, we're on to the second round. Wow. Second round. Okay. My staff is. <laughs> oh, they're rushing. Yeah. They're like, wow, we didn't know. We didn't know. Okay. Wow. Yeah. A lot of racing coming on these uh, whiteboards. They're like, what else is Costner? Actually, don't you think, though, Costner must have at least been in talks to play Jimmy Dugan? And Penny Marshall was like, no. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. It must have been. He had to have had he that had script to, yeah, on his it, table. Yeah. You're right. It must have gotten to him. I, what a good choice not to cast Yes. Him what an excellent work. <laughs> wonderful job. But yes, I like I I do love the idea of being an actor. Is just like oh, yeah, I'll take any baseball movie for sure. Yeah, you know, I that's what I would do. Screw Star Wars. I don't care about that shit. Yeah, no one watches that. Put me in. Yeah, no one watches Star Wars. No one no watches it. it. Put me in a baseball no movie. No one has seen it. Yeah, I want to be in the the Mickey Mantle story. <laughs> As a, I don't know, it's just a guy who gets hit by a car or something. Okay, that'd be great. Okay, yeah, cool, cool. Um, okay, so my staff. <laughs> <laughs> a guy <laughs> the many people oh, he God. hit with a car <laughs> uh, okay so my staff is finished uh, mm-hmm. get away <laughs> uh, with the second pick for me <laughs> the Caitlins in the Beanball Baseball Draft we're picking Major League oh okay. wow was wondering when yeah. someone would snag mm-hmm. it yeah. um, basically it's just pretty funny. It's crazy problematic mm-hmm. now. Talk about this it. This movie scene. has not aged well at yeah. all. What? But hey, I, what feminism in this movie, dude? <laughs> yeah, but I really yeah, still no, enjoy it. It hasn't aged. It, it's aged well because <laughs> sure. it started. <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, 
Uh, yeah, I don't know. He really just, I think as far as a sports comedy plot, it works so well. As far as like the top characters, like um, who who is the lead? Um, uh, the catcher. Yeah, uh-huh. the catcher. I don't know that guy's the catcher. name, but yes, the catcher. Yeah. Uh, and Wild Thing and Dorn. Um, it just, it works for me as far yeah. as the team coming together. I What I like about this movie that I think is um, may, actually kind of similar to A League of Their Own is that like the characters of all of the baseball players is, are really, really fun mm-hmm. uh, compared to a movie like Bull Durham where it's like yeah. really just the two players are right. the only ones that you care about. Right. Uh, like, yeah, all of these players, they, they did a nice job of like a great ensemble. Right. It's yeah. Tom Berenger's oh, Jake yeah, okay. Taylor, mm-hmm. of course. Of Jake course. Taylor. Yep. Um, and it feels like, I think I saw somewhere that like, it is everybody. It is every like major league baseball player's favorite movie, right. and which doesn't surprise me too because right. it's like probably captures. It's that got the whole locker thing. room clubhouse yeah. feel, mm-hmm. and Wesley Pretty Snipes. Well. Yeah, Wesley Snipes is great. In it. Was, uh, Willie Mays Hayes. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, it's um, it really is great. Probably and, the f- funniest. Well, we'll see. We got some picks yet. Mm-hmm. We got some. We got. We some got picks. some picks. Um, but yeah, this is one of my favorite comedy it's really fun um hey yeah. i love it for a very specific reason <laughs> love seeing cleveland win yeah and sure. for a long mm-hmm. time our city held this up as the one instance where we could so how do you think they got the the rights to use all the real teams or did major league pay for yeah, that yeah, like it's yeah, weird i don't know i agree i hadn't thought about that i'm kind of surprised they didn't do a fake team they would have lost a lot of the power doing a yeah. fake team. Right. But. Yeah. And also like Cleveland just like giving it up and just being like, yeah, you can use this when they're the team, like the actions of the players do not necessarily reflect well right. on the organization. Right. Well, yeah. and the, the owner hates the city of Cleveland. That's yeah. a right. central tenant of yes. what she's trying and to do. And they get think. her back by making a nude <laughs> cut out of her and taking her clothes off. It's sort of a revenge porn situation. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, the idea that she is the younger wife of has the owner died and left yeah, it to her. Yeah, I think or so. I think that's ailing. what it is. Yeah, I she think the implication s- is that she was a gold digger like yes. showgirl yeah, who yeah. married right. into money and is now trying to relocate from Cleveland to. Which, Miami. by the way, when you're yeah. an owner, yeah. just like do it. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. True. Don't yeah you don't be have there to every yes. day. Um, it also, it like. <laughs> One of the things that has not aged well about this movie is the Indians, which sure. are still sure. Well, I guess really, in, you know, Chief Wahoo, I guess, is gone as of a year ago. But like, yeah, it's it's crazy that like that is still a problem, even though we watch this movie that was made almost thirty years ago. Right. And yeah, well, the fans in the crowd are way more explicitly yeah, sure. like That's probably steeped into that imagery. You know, people in um, face paint, and th- I think there's a TP in the mm-hmm. center field yeah. in the movie. Yeah. yeah. I've never seen that. It um, probably happened, but hey, that's bad. <laughs> yes, um, yeah. I, that's comedically like a thing I like about it is revisiting all the different Greek choruses they have. It's really funny. Those fans are really funny. Yeah, yeah. The, fans, the groundskeepers, yeah. which again, we might have another issue uh-huh, on our hands right. uh-huh, <laughs> as far as uh-huh, race. Yeah. But yeah, um, I agree. I, I kind of forgot, forget about that every time 
I go to watch it. And then mm-hmm. there are these like funny people that keep popping up throughout mm-hmm. the movie. The they ground, are they, really funny. And the, yeah. But the groundskeepers always think they suck. It's very yes. funny. Yeah. It's like great. the first time I saw that joke, I was like, that's the best yeah. joke that's ever been. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and then we've got the Pedro Serrano voodoo oh, stuff. Oh, right. Yeah. That is, stuff is not good. Which I was also started to bring up. Oh, also it, happens in, in Bull, Bull Durham. Durham. <laughs> yes. I know. It's so weird. I didn't, I forgot that that happened in Bull Durham. And then it's, yeah. Yeah. That's a strange one. Yeah. Um, I recently watched Major League Two. Right. <laughs> yeah. It gets worse. <laughs> yes, they lean into that more. Yeah, they lean into that, and then, uh, well, essentially, Serrano um, gives it up and becomes uh, like a Buddhist or something like that. Oh, and then funny! Another funny religion. That's weird. Yep. weird. They introduce like a Japanese player who yes. wears like uh, like a samurai sword Ish. and a kimono in the clubhouse. Uh-huh. It's Truly terrible. Yeah, that's bad. Almost no redeeming qualities about that movie at all. At least it doesn't have Wesley Snipes. Oh, wait, that was the horrible choice. (laughs) (laughs) Terrible, terrible choice. Oh, my God. Bob Euchre. Oh, yeah. In the movie. And and again, like a great choice to just get the announcer. Yeah. Just, yeah. Just get a real announcer to do it. The manager, the coach. That guy. Oh, yeah. Uh Uh-huh. He's amazing. Yeah, he's great. He died not too long ago. And what's what's the one woman's name? Uh, we don't. We can't know. <laughs> uh, I like her too. Oh, you mean Renee Russo? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Not the. Yeah, 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 Renee yeah. Russo. Yeah. It is a uh, funny how the catcher is the lead of all these movies. Yeah, yeah. Like you're they, right. They have. I mean, of the at least of the two of those the two that we've talked about um, that are kind of about right, a baseball, not, yeah. a male baseball team. Oh no, no, yeah, they're yeah, their own. Yeah, right. Yeah, I guess it is kind of like as far as positions go, as close as you get to a captain. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And their literal point of view, they can see everything. Yeah, they call the game. They like decide what the pitch is going to be. They're involved in conflicts. Honestly, uh huh. It's probably just a choice made by screenwriters so they can say they can show a baseball player playing defense while also having some action happen. Yeah, rather and and being able to talk to anybody rather than standing in center field around nobody. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. Yeah, they get to talk to the other team. It's a hundred percent. If you're writing a baseball movie, don't make a different choice. But it's just (laughs) like one of those things. Like these catchers have a lot of drama in their life. Yeah, (laughs) they sure do. Um, There's also in this movie is uh, Chelsea Ross, the guy who he plays like the redneck one, Uh, and he's in uh, Hoosiers and Rudy. Oh wow. wow. Mm Only sports movies. That's that's him. That's what he says. Actually, he's also on Grey's Anatomy. Okay. (laughs) Because most people are. (laughs) Yep. Yeah, the big four. Yep, those are the three three sports movies and Grey's Anatomy. (laughs) Medicine is the greatest sport of all. All right. Yeah. I love it. That's great. Yeah, it's a really fun I'd be interested to hear if you're a comedy fan and haven't seen Major League, let us know what you think. Because there is a lot. It's a lot to take in in the year 2019. But. I will say we talk about walk-up music a lot. Mm-hmm. Nothing is better than wild. Yeah, thing. Yes. It, yeah. Agreed. Does anyone try to use that in real I life? I mean, that would be the boldest choice yeah. right now. It absolutely yeah. would. Yeah, that'd be crazy. I don't know. I doubt it, but it yeah. is so good. I don't think so. Okay. All right. With my second pick of the draft and the fifth okay. overall pick, um, right. the Joey Prices. <laughs> once again. Wait, they, once again, you're gonna pick Boulder. <laughs> <laughs> A league of their own. <laughs> um, oh my god! Uh, I pick Moneyball. Ooh! Wow! Possibly a dark horse pick here. That could have let. I might have been able to let it. You know, might still be on the board in the third round, but I'm taking it now. 
It would not have. If you but had picked okay. the movie that I am going to pick next, uh-huh. I would have taken but Moneyball. That's a very Moneyball move. Sure. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Very so Moneyball. Here, I think Money. I I think Moneyball is really good. Yeah. I think the the writing of it is great. Obviously, the the adaptation is really good because mm-hmm. the the book has a lot in it that like. There's this whole part of the book about the draft. That mm-hmm. A lot of the book is about the draft, and there is absolutely sure. none of that in the movie, which I think is like a really, really smart move. Mm-hmm. But I think what I like about it the most, kind of compared to all the other movies that we've talked about and probably will talk about uh, like going on, it is it is about baseball. There is n- This right. movie is about nothing else other than baseball. Like, there's the one scene between him and his daughter. I was going to say, is, doesn't he have a kid? He yeah. has yeah. a kid, and they have like one scene together, and that's it. Like mm-hmm. everything else is just like, how do we make this team work? And um, and I don't know. I think like the the way that they find moments of tension with that is really mm-hmm. cool. That scene where he's trying to make the trade and he's like calling a bunch of people on the phone and people are calling him back and like there's a ton of phone there's a ton of physical phones in the scene too is really really great. And also Jonah Hill is great in it. Yeah, he's really 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 good in it. Yeah, he's phenomenal. Yeah. It is really interesting to have a sports movie where the heroes are the front yes. office people. Yeah. 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 And it works. It works. I think it's smart that it, I mean, it's based on, you know, a true story, obviously, so that helps. But the fact that it, they're, like, not, like, a rich kind of wealthy team at all, and probably the two of them aren't, they're making good money, but not, right. like, a ton of money. Um, I think probably helps endear you to them. That scene at the end where he goes to Fenway Park and you like see the difference of right, right, what, right. how they operate versus how the A's operate right. I think is really great. Yeah. I agree. It's a good movie. Yeah. It's just, yeah, I don't know. I it's just really flick. like it. Yeah. It's, it's a good book too. It's a great yes, book. It is a good book. Yeah. Interesting role for Brad Pitt too. Mm-hmm. Very. Different. Unlike Kevin Costner, I'd say his roles vary widely, and he's willing to look like an idiot yeah. <laughs> all the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, I also, I think my one slight—it's not a problem that I have with the movie, but the when they show the fictional baseball stuff, uh-huh. it, they have to kind of do it in like an overly stylized sure. way, where it's like obviously on a soundstage or something, and like the lighting is very dramatic and stuff like that. And yeah. I don't think that is. I think that is fine, but I think they use archival footage really well to oh, like yeah, yeah, yeah. cut back and forth between those moments in a very clever way. Yeah. Yeah. I think it does a really good job with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How's the feminism stand up? <laughs> um, uh, not great. I... Well, let's see. His There's his daughter and there's his ex-wife. Right. And those are the... Um, uh, mm-hmm. uh, 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 Chris... Pratt's wife is in it mm-hmm, for a second. Mm-hmm. So there's not a ton of female right. characters. No. Um, I happen to know something about Moneyball that intersects with the interest of a lot of women that I have said for a long time I seem to be the only person that knows because I did read the book. Uh-huh. And I noticed a name that I don't know that many people who read the book noticed, and that is one of the scouts, and it essentially not one of the bad guys, I guess you say, of Moneyball, one of the guys that doesn't get it, you know, that yeah, he has yeah. to win over, mm-hmm. is Matt Keough, and Matt Keough is a husband from the original seasons of Real Housewives of Orange County. Wow. He's also very much a villain in that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> His story when he's introduced is that he was hit with a line drive in the head, and so he's been different since then. <laughs> 
Oh my and their god! Whole family, oh just like god. you see Matt Keo in the background, like screaming at them. Yikes! Uh, Gina Keo, we stand. Uh, was uh-huh. one of the original Real Housewives, like original original. And her sons both played minor league, which was also like a storyline on the show. But I feel like I'm the only person that's noticed that's the same guy. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> that's really, hey, really great. That's a beanball scoop for you. Yeah, that's Thank a good you, scoop. Um, I just also find it funny that he's not liked in either world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, Moneyball, I think it's good. I think it it, it obviously is a more recent movie, but um, it, it like, I watched it recently. I was like, oh, this is great. I still, I don't know. I still was kind of as wrapped yeah, yeah, up yeah. in it as I it's was the first time I saw it. definitely after the glory days of baseball movies, but it is yes. probably the best one of the... Modern era. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I, I can't think of one that was made post-2000s that is mm-hmm, as mm-hmm. good as Moneyball. Yeah. Okay. Mm. All right. Cool. Uh, my second round draft pick coming at you mm-hmm. is The Sandlot. Mm-hmm. That was the other one I was considering. Interesting. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's perfect. It's our first kids movie. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's interesting. Movie. I, yeah. didn't, I thought it would be sooner yeah. than six. Um. I mean, not a surprise. This movie might be one of the one movie that I've probably watched more than any other movie, um, and that's not a surprise. Kids want want yeah. to watch the same the movies same over thing. and over yeah. again. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one's got a lot going on. Um, a, again, it's like a good ragtag group. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of personalities on the team. <laughs> they give them all like nicknames, mm-hmm. so that's yeah. not a surprise. Um, it's great. Period piece. Mm-hmm. We love that. Yeah, the music. Right. Is incredible. Music is great, yeah. Mm-hmm. Several iconic scenes and lines. Mm-hmm. I love it so much. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I guess we haven't. I, there's yeah. There are really really great iconic moments of that uh, uh, movie. The pickle scene is really great. Mm-hmm. The s'more scene is obviously great. The carnival with uh-huh. the chewing tobacco. Oh, yeah. right. uh-huh. I gotta say, I'm only okay on Sandlot. Honestly, because all the boys growing up that I knew that loved it loved that scene where he pretends to oh. be uh, drowning yeah. and yes. he gets uh-huh. CPR. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. That not, is like the scene I think a, of. Yeah, my cousins sure. would just rewatch that scene. Wendy, yeah. Wendy Peppercorn. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Basically, and a, squints. Yeah. yeah. Not a Again, good one. The not feminism good one. <laughs> didn't <laughs> exist, so it doesn't. <laughs> it age is fine. But I, yeah, and this movie is like it's it's such it is nostalgia porn and and it's also only become more and more nostalgia oh, course, porn yeah. because now we're nostalgic for this movie that was nostalgic for the time that it takes and what does place it take, like, in the 50s? Yeah. yeah 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 um uh but yeah i, I it's it's a really fun mm-hmm. hey it, it's a very palatable Dennis Leary performance. Uh-huh. There we go. Uh-huh. And we love that. Yeah, yeah. We love that. We should have gotten Costner in there. Yeah. <laughs> we do get James Earl Jones again. Uh-huh. Yes, yeah, we get yeah. him back. Yeah. Um, and yeah, just that kid, like, not knowing, just, like, trying to... F- I, I like that part of it, that it's, like, this new kid to this town, and he's just, like, trying to fit in, and he doesn't know anything, right. mm-hmm. you know? Um, uh yeah, I like that part of it. And then the, um, you know, the, 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 the story of the guy that goes on to play for, like, for the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. Benny the Jet yeah, Rodriguez. Jet, yeah. Yeah. Is, is really good. I love it so much. I think, uh, first of all, it's a movie with performances by child actors, and they're great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's yeah. just, like, really not a dud amongst mm-hmm. them, um, which is incredible and I think rare. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, so wait, it, I guess also like for kids growing up in the 90s, 
at BuzzFeed. Um, it's like, <laughs> it was sort of like adventurous to feel like, you know, they're like alone all day as kids. Yeah. Yeah. There's no like parents really like that's such a wish fulfillment. Yeah. It's like, and they encounter danger, but it's like, we're fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Nothing bad really ever happened. It is one of those things where they're, they're kind of in danger, but really they just needed to talk to an adult mm-hmm. and they would have been fine. Yeah. Right. They're they too just, afraid they chose, of being in trouble. Yeah, they chose yeah. not yeah. to. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. Right. Definitely. Good who's, pick. Who's that? Who's the main kid? Like, I guess I don't. That's kind of open to your interpretation of who you think. Who you think? I think the main kid. <laughs> <laughs> I assume the kid that's like, yeah, that's new to the area and is, and hits, you know, brings the Babe Ruth, the sign Babe Ruth ball for them to hit. Oh my god! And the character's name is Scotty Smalls. <laughs> Smalls, Smalls, dude. Scotty though, alliteration. Well, he nope. grew up to be kind of good looking. I got him up on IMDb. Well. Yeah, okay. He, he's a decent Don't overcommit. Guy. Don't overcommit. I'm not okay. overcommitting. Yeah, don't overcommit. I'm not putting myself out there too much. Talk more about his looks, though. <laughs> hey, I tell you what. It's no Costner bod. <laughs> uh, great. All right, round yeah, three. Costner really tricked us, I feel like. Yeah, yeah, he did. All right, final final, final round. Final round. Okay, wow. It's the final round. And, we're, you know, the, now it's about putting together our team. It's not about yeah, what's the best that's true. anymore. That's true. Because um, mm-hmm. I've already got on my team a league of their own. I've got Major League. Yeah. You got a good-looking squad. So we, you know, just to let you into our process over here at the Caitlin Bitsagai team, we have a a drama, we have a comedy, and so I think we we need a kid's movie. I haven't seen this one, but I do believe it to be the best one. Uh 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 Air Bud, seventh inning fetch. Oh, my God, no. No. Oh, no. (laughs) Unbelievable. Now, I did make sure that the dog called a little bat. (laughs) And it's the fourth in the series. Which is probably when they really found their stride. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, you just said Toy Story 4 was good, so. I did. Uh, Sure, so yeah. So we had Air Bud, then Air Bud Golden Receiver. Uh Uh-huh. Then Air Bud World Pup. (laughs) (laughs) Finally. Seventh inning fetch. I just... We were talking about Star Wars, we are talking about baseball movies, but truly there is only <laughs> one franchise that and, we all bow down and to. And that is Air Bud. That is Air Bud. Well, Somebody's have any of us seen this movie? Books. This movie? No. Okay, no. well, great pick, Caitlin. <laughs> <laughs> I assume nothing is wrong with it's it very, whatsoever. It's very feminist. It's not problematic <laughs> oh, on race. <laughs> but you guys think Air Bud's a boy. Uh, so, I, so do I. I don't know. Uh, well, the, his, I'm just, his character is probably a boy. The actor, yeah. The actor, I don't know, but I bet the The original actor played Comet on uh, Full House. Oh, yeah, that's right. Wow. Yeah, hell of a career. Probably best dog career. Yeah, Yeah, very good good dog career. Yeah. Okay, thank you. That's our team. All right, yeah, good good team. We're number one in the division. Well-rounded. Very good team. Um, Hmm. Okay, I think I also am going to choose a kid's movie. Um, And I'm going to go with Rookie of the Year as my Uh last uh pick. Of the draft. Great. Um, I'm choosing this mostly because when I was a kid, it was like the my favorite baseball movie. Right. It came out in that period sure. of time where a bunch of baseball movies came out for some reason. We haven't even spoken to the fact that there were eight <laughs> years where just a thousand of yes. them were made. Yeah. Yep. And, and so I think just as a kid, I loved this movie. I loved, obviously, like the idea of a kid becoming a major leaguer. Um, and... Uh, um, it's like a fun Cubs movie too. I think like the Cubs are a really fun team to 
choose for this movie. Some very good cameos by Major League Baseball players. Yep. And then an iconic funky butt lover scene. <laughs> I, that, that made me laugh so hard as a kid. Yeah. Funky butt loving. The doctor is screaming as he gets smacked in the face. A doctor. A doctor gets hit in the face and screams, funky butt love. That's an MD for you. This movie, uh, I don't know why there weren't more, like why didn't more screenplays sell with the pitch big but for a specific thing? (laughs) Yeah. Because that's what this is and it works. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it works really well. Yeah. Um, Daniel Stern is really fun in it. That's how I was um, going to ask uh, uh, Gary Busey is... is God bless. Is, I mean... He's very fun Baseball movies are a great vehicle for truly nuts people yeah. to yeah. get in a pretty good role. Yeah. Because they can look like a baseball player yep. who are yeah, pretty absolutely. nuts. Yeah. Um, I was discussing with my husband potential movies to pick for this episode, and I, as I've mentioned... Off air, he's the number one Cubs hater, and he referred right. to this movie as like where that little shit plays for the Cubs or something. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought about picking it too, but I do have to go home and tell him which movies I picked, and it just would be a bad day. Yeah, yeah. that's true. You made, but the I mean, right I love the idea that breaking limbs leads. Yes, to super yeah, yeah, to just start yeah, up. What happens at the end? Arm. It goes back, right? He, yeah, he falls and his right. arm goes back to normal in the middle of the game. Yeah, and then he still finds a way to like have in like the final inning. Yeah, and he. But he he finds a way to pull it out. Hidden ball trick. Yeah, hidden ball trick. And then float it. He Mm -hmm. finds out that his mom was the incredible pitcher this whole time, not Mm. his dad. Right. And he floats it in that way. Feminism. The feminism is the strongest of any we've encountered. (laughs) Mm -hmm. In that way. (laughs) Actually, maybe not, because the mom feels... Necessary to hide that from her childhood. Sure. You can't tell life. your kids if, you, if you're a woman that's done sports. You can't. You can't. That's yeah. why Dottie's grandkids don't know what she's talking about or where she's going. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I you guess can't true. Um, that actor did he grow up and do anything? Yeah, he was um, in American Pie. Yes, he was very beloved by middle school girls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, he had that like JTT charm about mm-hmm. him. Yeah. Boy next door. Mm-hmm. But with one difference. No Costner bod. <laughs> well, let's not talk about the bod. <laughs> good. All right, Brady, last pick. All right, last pick. <laughs> Did Costner audition for Rookie Theater? <laughs> hey, Kevin, we love you. We love that you come in for these. That's his white We're whale. Told, you still audition, which is amazing. It's humble. Love the idea that he has that booby. Uh like the poster hanging up in his home, but he just superimposed his face onto the little kid's face. He did that. Yeah, yeah I'm sure he did. Yeah. All right. Final pick. Um, this one was tough. And admittedly, I think this movie is fine. <laughs> but I'm going to pick it anyways. Uh, I'm going to go with 61. Oh. Which I, is yes. right. the I made for HBO yes. movie directed uh-huh. by... Billy Crystal, right? Yikes! Mm-hmm. Mickey uh-huh. Mantle and R- Roger, Roger Maris, Maris. right? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, about Roger Maris hitting sixty-one home runs in a year. I, I think the movie is pretty good. Mm-hmm. It's unremarkable, but I love a just a prestige baseball right. story mm-hmm. set in that era. Love the idea of that era of baseball and the fans being so wrapped up in everything. Um, it's very 
wild to see like Mark McGuire play like a substantial role in this mm-hmm. yeah. uh, break yeah, because they, you yeah, know they yeah. have like the present day uh-huh. and the whole movie's a flashback. Yeah. And the present day is just Mark McGuire surpassing his thing. And we know that didn't age course, great. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Interesting. Um, yeah, I have not seen this movie, but I don't know. That's uh, You've sold me on it just yeah. through that thing. I, I, I now want to watch it. It's a decent watch. Who is in it? Oh. I, I, as I put you on the spot. Just an excuse for Billy Crystal, like, meet people, probably. Yeah, that's probably true. But I, that is like a, I don't know... A cool story that in this same season, these two guys on the same team were like chasing this record. Anthony Michael Hall, uh huh, is in it. No one else I recognize. Okay, Okay. (laughs) all right. Well, for him, Hall heads. Oh yeah, for all you Hall heads. Um, Barry Pepper, who's in. (laughs) Don't make up actors. (laughs) I know. He's in Saving Private Ryan, True Grit, The Green Mile. Oh, so. White dads, wake up. Yeah, <laughs> wake up. Love this 61. This is another movie that's like white dads will love this movie. So Billy Crystal's done a lot of stuff on the concept of dads and baseball. And baseball, he also did definitely. the uh, yeah. 700 Sundays, right? right? Mm-hmm. His one person show that he did turn into also something on HBO, right? It was oh, a I don't one know. person show where he talks about spending time with his dad going okay. to the Yankees games. And he's in that, he's in the Ken Burns baseball documentary a lot too. And well. in City Slickers, he basically uses his life story mm. again when they're when they're talking about like their saddest day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, something yeah. like that. Don't at me, City Slickers okay. people. But it, all these guys who just love being in baseball movies and making baseball movies have to get together and make uh, like the Expendables of baseball movies. Oh my God! Yes, that would be great. We're gonna need that. The other thing that we were that you suggested that we do at some point is like like field a team of fictional mm. uh, baseball players or even real all, baseball players played by oh, oh yeah sure or played yeah. by fictional yeah. people yeah because yeah. if it's all the people yes. from the movie that's all catchers the catcher is going to be a hard one to pick it is going to be very hard yeah ooh i'm thinking already anyway this was great um wow yeah a really good draft any ones we didn't mention yeah i think is it there's probably a f- there's a couple i have in my head that i'd like to mention I was um, surprised going through this. I thought I had seen a lot more than I actually had. But, uh, like, I picked out, I made a list of eight baseball movies that I adore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we hit all of those. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have never seen this movie, so I didn't bring it up. But I, I haven't seen The Natural. Uh, I have never seen The Natural either. I, and I meant to watch it for this. Yeah. I've oh. only seen it, like, it was on TV a bunch when I was a mm-hmm. kid. And so I think I've, like, caught glimpses Enough of it, of it yeah. yeah but i've never seen it i've never seen it either that's yeah. probably like the better version of 61 but maybe although i think in that is it that movie where somebody there's some movie maybe it's the scout where there's a perfect game where he strikes out with three pitches every single player oh my god <laughs> that's probably the scout because the scout's in the 90s right yeah so that's unbelievable um uh, there's a movie that I think is okay that wasn't mentioned from a few years ago called Everybody Wants Some, which is the Richard Linklater oh. movie about a college team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the also, baseball part of that movie yes. is very good. That's the, the rest of the movie? The rest of the movie is not very good. And also, speaking of hashtag feminism, not good for that. The, the least feminist yes. on the... Yeah. But the actual baseball, them playing baseball is really good. It's like better oh, than cool. most other movies I've seen. It's great. Show it should have been the whole baseball. movie. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So that I think I, is. We a, need more 
um, baseball movies with non-white leads. So, it's actually kind of crazy. Yes, I agree. There's yep. a movie from a few years ago, or uh, uh, late twen- late aughts or early tens, mm-hmm. called Sugar, which is about oh. like a Dominican player who kind of gets into the minor league system and uh, plays a little bit in the majors and just about kind of that experience. Mm. And it's a fictional movie. It's really good. The movie 42 yeah. is yeah. not very good. Yeah. Right. It needs to not be about Jackie Robinson. Yeah. Specifically. It needs to be like a, like a fake sto- fictional story. Yeah. Yeah. With, yeah. If I mean, you're interested in that, Sugar is a good, I think, a very yeah. good movie. Kind of an indie, more of those. indie baseball movie. Um, and they're making a League of Their Own TV series, right? Yeah, they're doing it. I, I don't know where that is. They, they tried to do that immediately after the movie, and it didn't go. I don't hmm. know what they're doing with that. Um, I hope it's good. Yeah. But that, I mean, I hope that they just are like, we'll just be historically inaccurate and have women of color in it. Yeah. But I yeah, mean, there that, is that's, that. That's, <laughs> there's that one scene in A League yes, of Their Own. Where I would love like, to discuss that. <laughs> where it's re- I feel really complicated about it. It's weird. It's weird. So if you're not familiar, uh, there's a ball that's near a fan's foot and it's a black woman. And Dottie kind of condescendingly says, like, put it here. And then the woman who is black throws it really hard at Ellen Sue. And Ellen Sue takes her hand out of her mitt and goes, whoo. And it's in a part of a big montage scene. Yeah. And it's, that's, I feel complicated about it. I think it like works narratively. Again, it's like, that's not the problem with white supremacy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, this woman can't put like, right. you didn't nail it. I will say for Penny Marshall, she let Dottie look stupid, which I think is a, an important part of it. That's true. Although then Dottie has this moment right away that's like, wow, oh, black yeah. women can play baseball too. She doesn't like, speak to it, but I agree with you. But I think it could have been just as easy to make it Kit, who's always fucking everything up. Yeah. Or like Helen, yeah. who's like very... But it's, you know, you're doing something with a topic was racist. The film will on some level inherently yeah. <laughs> be racist. Yeah, yeah. But I, I don't know. In the modern day show, just... Just chuck it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I, I can't believe there hasn't been a movie about like the Negro Leagues. I was yeah. thinking that too. That's I. Oh my god! I yeah. would watch the hell out of that. Yeah, I'd watch that too. Mm-hmm. There's the sure. X Files episode, the unnatural. Oh, I have not watched this. That's okay. actually an amazing episode. Okay. That you don't have to have watched any other X Files episodes. Okay, cool. I'll it's a stand and look, like basically a standalone episode where Jesse L. Martin is the lead actor in the show. Cool. That's, That's amazing. Just, yeah, that sounds great. Yeah. I'll Did they find that. David Duchovny's sister? At yeah, they, it's in the middle of the series. They find the sister, but then okay. they're just like, let's keep going. <laughs> Great. Cool. <laughs> and Scully's like, yeah, aliens are real. And I'm like, hmm, five more seasons. Wow. Yep. <laughs> uh, I actually highly recommend that one. I should have okay. picked that as my third, even though I believe <laughs> that uh, Seventh Inning Fetch is good. And I did just double check on my phone. There's a raccoon on the cover. Oh, my God. <laughs> What's he doing? Okay. Well, He's we got to go watch Seventh Inning Fetch, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we have no choice. Uh, all right. But yeah, all, all good picks. Caitlin, thank you uh, for joining us. This was really fun. You are welcome. Anytime. Yeah. Um, what a fun one. Hey, yeah. enjoy those movies. Enjoy your summer. We'll see you next week. We'll see you next week. Bye. The Bean Ball is hosted by Joey Price and Brady O'Callaghan. Our music is by Louis Aronowitz, and our logo is by Brad Mead. If you'd like to contact us, you can email thebeanballpodcast at gmail.com. Please rate and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google, and wherever else you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.
love it, dude. <laughs>